Hey guys, welcome to episode two of Young Talks, where we talk about Christ and culture. My name is Sharan Garcia. I have some amazing people here with me today, Micah, Paris, and Brandon. First thing I've got to get off my chest, because I've been dying to say this. It's episode two, and we were just talking about it before we started. We were talking about Brandon's tarantula. (laughs) Brandon, tell us about your tarantula. All right, okay. (laughs) <laughs> it all it all started basically. Um, so I I grew up. My family we've we've uh, had different animals, just hamsters, gerbils, guinea pigs, cats. I, we had an no, animal had a farm. Whole farm. <laughs> not, not I want to clarify. Yeah, we had a lot I, of animals I, too. I, I want to be honest uh, and clarify. Not all all at the same time. It was so we didn't have all these animals running around. Hey, all at the same time. Eight dogs, so he can't say. <laughs> that's the truth. That's I used to true. have rats. Uh, no, but so I was like, you know what? I've had all these type of animals. Every, you know, th- these are common animals. I, and I was like, can I, I went to my parents. I was like, can I have something different? Can I, can I try something different? And I was like, can I get one of those tarantulas that we saw that the other day at the Pest Mart? And they were like, uh, okay. <laughs> Literally, y'all, it was $15. But the thing is, this $15 pet has been, I've had it for 14 years. What? I didn't know that. What'd you, what'd you name it? Right. 14 years. Right. I, so the thing is, I, I didn't think it would last as long because I'm not, I've never cared for a pet. This is my first pet that I cared for solely for like my own. And so I guess I'm doing something right if it hadn't died <laughs> for 14 years. Oh my goodness. But that. Yeah, like, is it, like what? I feel the crickets. I mean, or like, Harry. <laughs> I, it's not original. I mean, it, it, it's just true. I don't know. Does he live in a cage or do you let him out? It's, it's, in, the, it's in the cage. How attached the, are you to Harry? Like, do you hold him? Or does he just have his own space? You have your own space. There, there's some occasional holding. Occasional some, you know, It's kind of weird when you say it like that. Why you got to put me on? I know, I'm just saying. Oh, man. I, I'm, de- I'm, I'm dead. No, Any other no, weird no. pets that we... Because this is kind of like a hidden secret. Like, Brandon is already is. a man of mystery. But <laughs> yeah. when he brings up the fact that he has a tarantula, like that's... It's just shocking. The reactions I've got today were pretty spot on. It, it's pretty consistent. I've never yeah. met anyone... Today? What do you mean today? Huh? Micah just no. found out. Yeah. Oh, my, I, you, I told you before. Nah, you said something. Well, I probably forgot because you mentioned it and I was like, you have a tarantula. Oh, you took it to work today, right? You took your tarantula to work today? <laughs> nah, <laughs> Isn't that what you said? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, I thought you said you said <laughs> That was a joke. I was like, it's take your tarantula to work today. Yo, y'all can't joke. Y'all, this is okay. before we started recording. Poor parents. I'm so lost. All right. <laughs> this is a lot. This is a lot yeah. for the intro of this video. And you know what? We're about to try to get spiritual and try to get, you know, into a a decent conversation, but we'll try. I want to talk about uh, decisions. And one of the decisions that Brandon made as a child was to get a tarantula. And look at him now. He's he's having to... 14-year-long decision. Yeah, that's that's a a commitment. That's a commitment. Eight legs. Have you guys ever made dumb decisions? I mean, we all have, but oh, is there one yeah. that really sticks out in your mind? Like, man, that was a dumb decision. Like, mm. oh man, mm-hmm. there's so many. Who wants to take this one? Oh, I'm gonna go You going for? I think mine's too like embarrassing. Not embarrassing, but I think it's too <laughs> real. Like, well, I think a dumb decision I made in my past, my past couple years ago was 
being involved in an unequally yoked relationship. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we went that we we went there. Been yeah. there, done that. Okay. Here there we go. Again. Okay. Michael, thought, started, Michael was, started with the real <laughs> moment. Yeah, okay. Okay. Here here we go. Too real. Like I don't know. If I was like that's let too me, much. No, it's good. No, because you know what? People can relate to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So going back to that, what what was the equally yoked situation? What is being unequally yoked? Um, there's all kinds of different. You know, you can be unequally yoked spiritually with a partner or whatever. I would say just like there was a time in my life where I was kind of not like my relationship with God wasn't as strong. Um, so to, like in high school and um, just God started working on me and I wanted to make a, like a change in my life to grow closer to him and to seek him more and to like take my relationship with him seriously. So I started to try to do that in the middle of being in a relationship that didn't glorify God. That made that makes sense. Uh, so be unequ- be unequally yoked is kind of like I was trying to to better myself and grow with God uh, spiritually. And the person that you know I was dating at the time uh, didn't want the same. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like yeah. uh, in the Bible when it talks about being unequally yoked, uh, you put like an ox with a donkey, like they're unequally yoked in. The ox is a lot stronger than yeah. the other animal that it's with, so it's trying to go straight, and the other ones just kind of go to the side. Like they're not, y'all are not headed in the same direction. So basically, just being in a relationship that's not headed to in the same direction, or more importantly, going to, headed towards the will of God. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think like you could say like, oh, that's a dumb decision. Like. You've grown so yeah, much no, since that. You can I look back on that. And see, yeah. yeah. But, and I think yeah. one of those big things with talking about unequally yoked is I've had, even I've experienced myself, it's like, okay, well, they go to church. They love God. Like, they say they love God, you know, whatever. But there's a difference between that person going to church and being in church. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's it's, what does their daily walk look like? So I think just, like, asking yourself, like, okay, you know, for our future is this something that is both going to, like you said, lead us towards God and towards God's will. So I think it's just looking at their daily lifestyle, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, just to go off of being what unequally yoked really means. Yeah, going back to decisions, who you marry and who you spend your time with is one of the biggest decisions you will ever make oh, yeah. on yeah. this earth. And that's really scary because in that age of, you know, 16 to 30, why is it that people who are the most unexperienced have to, you know, decide and make the most decisions, make the most decisions, <laughs> life altering decisions in their life? Like it's 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 hard. Yeah. It's, it's a so, struggle. So going through that like decision since you're the only one that's married, what, what was like going through making that decision? What was like some things that when you made that decision to get married, like what were some things that you were going through? Yeah, Your head is still- people always say when you know, you know, and I hated hearing that. <laughs> it's so annoying. It's really <laughs> annoying, but it's true. When I met Josh, like, and even going back to our last episode, we were talking about peace and opportunities. Yeah. You just feel a peace. Like, if there's red flags and questions, like, yeah. you, you didn't have no red flags. 
You no red flags. No He's perfect. <laughs> okay, so okay, so here's a question. Do you feel do you believe in right person wrong time? Oh my gosh. Because you know how like there can be like situations where it's like, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I have ha- I've had friends where they have dated for a season and then they've broken up and then now they're married. So I I think that uh sometimes there is you may be with someone that is the right person and it could be possibly the wrong time like yeah i've seen it happen um thank god for me it it wasn't that situation i was very lucky Uh, it happened to me yeah there you go um but i think also another thing is i love my parents so if my parents didn't like Mm. josh that would have crushed me and i would have listened to them a lot um i i value their opinion so um that was a big thing for me. Yeah. But yeah. I would say when I was younger, um, when we're talking about like um, making wrong decisions, mm-hmm. uh, I think when and I say younger, it was like I was still an adult. I was like 18. Yeah. I think that um, you have to be careful. Um, and they didn't mean it in a, in a hurtful way or in a bad way. But I had some friends that really encouraged me to be in a relationship that man, that y'all, that thing was bad. It was just <laughs> that thing. It, it was it was not healthy at all. Oh and oh, and like and they were like, man, you know, man, come on, man. You're like y'all are X Y Z, y'all ministry, da, da, da. Mm. and like and it looked great. Like I'm like, yeah, okay, you said that. That makes sense. What you just said there, yeah. Like there's a the part where you know parents or like the whole family aspect of each other, like each other, like parent, family, like family, whatever. That made sense too, because I cared about that. And then uh, same church. So it's like all these things, but deep down, I'm like, man, like, I don't, I just know how this is going to end. But that peer pressure and that like from people oh, that, yeah. you know, they just want to see you happy. They want to, you know, root you on, but it, it, they can't even see the end. And it's just like, so anyways, what I'm trying to say is, I've been in a relationship where it was it looked great from picture perfect like but I was peer pressured into it because I wanted to you know make everybody happy and their everything. I don't even know if I liked the person. I probably didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I honestly didn't. Uh, and so I, I'm I'm saying that is I'm saying that because <laughs> even the people that mean well, you still have to you still have to consider um you know how you feel. You still have to consider have discernment. Uh, discernment. You have to yeah. consider all all the just the basic things, the qualities that we miss sometimes with with people that we want to imp- like. How do you even call it? Like not impress, Pursue. but oh, like the people around you, like um, leadership, yeah, or yeah. friends. So um, I I would just say that you know don't 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 get peer pressured into something. Uh, no matter what age you are, thir- from sixteen to thirty, know what it is that you. You want to do and believe. Yeah. yeah, that's good. I would say making that decision too that a lot of people are personally, I think that my decision or my opinion on this is that just because people are like, like if that person's like, this girl's a Christian, I'm a Christian, or we're both saved, like just because like y'all fall into that same category doesn't mean that you're compatible. Oh, yeah. yeah I think like, that's it something like back that. to like, yeah. like are yeah. we, this are, do our ministries, uh, are they compatible? You know, are we kind of heading in the same direction? If we start dating or potentially get married, is our mission going to go, you know, in one direction rather than, oh, she's trying to go this way and I'm trying to go this way? Yeah. yeah. I want to talk about life-altering mistakes oh, <laughs> and how <no. laughs> how can we avoid them? It's Sometimes they're unavoidable. 
sometimes we make I think decisions. Okay, I think sometimes, and I've very recently ex- experienced this, sometimes you kind of have to go through those situations and go through those seasons of life where it's like, oh, I made that wrong decision. But I think embracing mm. the knowledge that you gain from those wrong decisions is what, you know, it can prevent you from, you know, making those decisions in the future. And I thought the same thing, like, I had made a really bad decision not that long ago. And I was like, God, like, I, you know, I laid that situation down. I laid all that down. And I'm still feeling all this heartache. I'm still feeling all this pain. And God revealed to me, I'm bringing you through that pain. I'm teaching you that your bad decisions have led you to a place of heartache. And I'm going to allow you to experience this so that it brings you to a place where you rely on me completely. And so I think sometimes, and it's, it's like, oh, it's annoying, but you got to experience those bad decisions. Mm -hmm. But it's about learning how to come back from those. So I think just being wise about, you know, going into making decisions and coming out, just, you know, navigating it. Mm -hmm. I I, I agree. Um, There's this one, there's this one in Proverbs that says, a smart man learns from his mistakes. A wise man learns from the mistakes of others. I think that um, through through my years of living, um, I've been able to see um, unfortunately, I'm not I'm not going to put a trophy and say, ooh, like, I'm glad I avoided that. But mm-hmm. there's been things that I've watched people go through and uh, mistakes that they've made. And I was like, you know, I'm I'm probably going to probably need to mentally note that, like not to do that. And uh, because there's a right that seems there, there's a way that seems right to a man. But in the in the end, there's destruction. And so it's like um when, when you look and you see all these things that are happening in, in not maybe not in just the media, but in the people around you, uh, there's a lesson in everything. Yeah. Um, there's a lesson in, in mistakes. There's a lesson, a lesson in, in the good. And I, I believe that we just have to be vigilant and just understand that, you know, every every opportunity that we live, God is going to be giving us, you know, lessons to learn by, things to, to grow by. And Pretty much just like watering watering a plant daily. Like there's something that he can drop, you know, tidbits. And you don't have to over-spiritualize it. I'm not trying to get all deep, but... Get you know, deep, Brandon. Uh, Come on. <laughs> Bishop, Bishop Brandon. But, but basically, there's just... You learn from the mistakes of others. Like yeah. it, get get in conversation with people around you that may have made some mistakes and just see like, hey, man, you know, what what can I learn from you? What What is something that you've done in, in school, in your career, um, in a relationship that uh, you need to tell me to watch out for yeah. or to, to look out for because, you know, I'm going through this in my in the season of my life and I need direction or, you know, whatever, it, whatever it may be. Right. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. So getting really practical about making decisions now financially. Do you guys make any decisions now or how do you guys set yourself up? For, I know. That's not a question for me. <laughs> Brandon? Oh, okay, so I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, can you repeat no, one more time? Good, I... You're good. Um, talking about finances, is there anything that you're doing to try to set yourself up for success in the future? Yes, you know, 100%. Like... Um, there, one thing, so I think I was telling Josh this. Uh, we, I think we were driving together or something. But um, I was like, man, I'm, I'm trying to... I'm, very basic again very basic i'm trying to meal prep because oh. i i found out that i spend a lot of money on food like i didn't re- i did not realize it the 29 years that i've been living this past month i decided to to 
make a basic financial change, and that was to to prepare my own food, cook my own food, and I'm like seeing like long long lasting funds first of all, <laughs> but not only that, it creates discipline, it creates a lifestyle that's sustainable, and uh, not only that, you learn how to cook in in the midst of it. And you have money, you know, residual money that you can put whatever you hear else. That, ladies? But I mean, if you if you call uh, fish and and was it the the packaged mashed potatoes and instant mashed potatoes? If you call that dinner, then he said you learn how to cook. He said you learn how to cook. Let me put this mixture in water. I'm not trying to false advertise on this thing. <laughs> if you if you want the packaged mashed potatoes, okay, you're good. All right, that's good. We got workable. But anyways, there, oh, there's that's, so that's that's I, I think I believe every young adult, every person that's growing, kind of on their own, like the most basic thing you can do uh, with with saving money and being using your money in a, a wise steward way, uh, just. Try not to spend so much on food. Yes, like, live below your you means. Can, you can do that. Live below your means. Yes. Thank that's, you. probably, that's probably the that's most thing I spend like, money on is food. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Oh, for sure. It's processed, too. Cut that out. <laughs> you don't process foods. No, but that's so true, yeah. Um, because, you know, if you start racking up debt, when you're a young adult, I mean, you start making money, you get a job when you're a young adult. So if you start racking up debt, like, that's going to affect... Oh, yeah. Your future significantly. It's going to affect your future spouse. It's going to affect your kids, possibly. Um, one of the most amazing, I'm so, so happy, is me and Josh, before we got married, we straight up talked to each other like, okay, let's talk about debt. We were so blessed that neither of us had any debt going into our marriage. And so I think having those honest conversations with your future spouse, that's so important. And set yourself up, you know wisely for your future it's really important but you said something i can't remember i don't know if you said habits or routine. you said something and it triggered the word habits in my brain and i want to talk about habits developing habits while we're young as young adults and how that affects us when you know we're in our 30s um i think habits are really really important and i think establishing habits while you're young is really important um like if you're a young adult and you wake up at noon every day. Oh, yeah. Come on that's, now. That's, that's developing a habit. You're oh, yeah. creating routine for your life that may not be healthy. Um, let's talk about healthy habits okay. and how that could affect cool. our futures. Okay. Look at me. No, I'm just... Oh, uh, healthy habits. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say with healthy habits is something that... A habit that I kind of... Inst- and myself at a young age would just be like fitness or working out, exercise. Uh, I was involved in sports throughout growing up, uh, high school, junior high, which really got me into the routine of a lot of things. Um, so that helped me out a lot to build that habit. Even though like I fin- I'm like I'm done with sports, mm-hmm. I still like stayed with the habit of continue to work out, to keep, to continue to exercise, and just to try to stay healthy overall. Because Health is wealth. So, mm-hmm. like when you, as you get older, you know, I, I feel like I've just seen too many people that are like in their older ages, and they're just like, man, I remember when I used to do that, or I can't oh, do that no yeah. more. And they're like, they're like in their fifties, and you know, they're like, they're not even that old. Yeah. So, I, I, it just depends on what you prioritize as a habit. Like, is this gonna yeah. benefit you in the long run? Like, if I pick up this habit 
and how in this many years is it going to benefit me in some way? So I think that like my good habit that I picked up young was just fitness, and I'm gonna just try to stay with it because I think in the long run it'll benefit my health. I think um, a healthy habit that I've developed is oh, it's just staying busy. To be honest, because. Idle Times, the Devil's Workshop, we all know. And so every day, <laughs> I try my best. Okay, what am I going to do this hour? Am I going to, you know, sit down and watch TV this hour? Or am I going to, you know, practice the piano this hour? Am I going to do this? So I think, for me, at least, having, like, productivity in my life, a daily, you know, okay, I'm going to be productive today. That's mm-hmm. something that I've really tried to prioritize as a habit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I, 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 one, one habit that's been working great for me uh, especially with job, the job now that I have is, um, and, th- and this everyone knows this to do this, but I'm the one that I'm the slacker, I'm the caboose in the train. Um, Not even is <laughs> uh, literally writing down what it is you're going to do, and I'm not I'm not talking mm. long. And I'm long term goals are great. I'm st- I just started daily. Like okay, these are the five points that I'm I'm going to do. There are five areas that I'm going to work toward, whether it's for the job or it's mm-hmm. a hobby or whatever. And I don't know what it is, but every time I see it, like in on a screen or on a notepad, it just triggers me. Mm. Like I got to get like, I think it's the satisfaction. I think it's a mental thing because I think it's a, the satisfaction of crossing. Oh, like, that's the best. Like, yeah. Yeah. A to do list. A, a to do list. I love it. Ch- checking off a box <laughs> or erasing a, like it's like. She's like Oh I mean, it, it feels great. So I, I I like that feeling. I think it's that feeling in the end that really helps me, uh, you know, continue to have it. And then I'm going to do a, a part two to it. Uh, I think uh, the, the mental uh, the mental conversations I have within myself, um, I'm one person, I'll just be honest, that I don't always have the greatest uh, mindset towards myself, uh, self-perception. Um, I believe that a lot of people, young adults, you guys, we... Because I'm still in that too, uh, yes, <laughs> young adults. I think we beat ourselves up a lot. I mean, because mm, yeah. because of, uh, you were talking about the pressures from 16 to 30, these expectations. I believe that b- culture, this world, you know, especially if you live for a guy, there's this expectation that, especially if you're a Christian, that you know, there's there's a list that you have to hit, and like, and unfortunately, daily we just. Instead of checking those things off, we just like put a question mark. Like, will we ever get? Like, will we ever yeah. complete it? Will we ever do it? And so, I want to just encourage those who are watching this. You know, take take a daily a daily approach to 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 live in this life. Yeah. Take a daily approach, and please don't beat yourself up if you don't cross out what it is mm-hmm. you were set to do that day. Yeah, that's so good. I was having this conversation with Josh months back, but um, it's something I think about often is in this season, and even when you're in high school, I feel like you're always looking at the next. Mm. I can't wait to graduate. I can't wait to go to college. I can't wait to get married. I can't wait to have a kid. I can't wait till my kid goes to school. It's like you're always in this mentality of the next thing, but I think slowing down and just enjoying that season of life that you're in in that moment is so important. It's funny it's so you say important. that. I was listening to the, okay, SBJ. I was listening to <laughs> and so Pr- Priscilla Shire came on. Um, she was. I hope I pronounced her name um, right. But she she was talking and she was like, um, 
she's saying that there was a person with a prayer. I, I believe I want to quote this right, but she's like, yeah, I want, I want to pray, you know, about the, the future. And then she was like, well, you know, God, you know, he's ex he wants you to do that, but he's expecting you to get the thing that I just need you to do the daily things. Mm -hmm. Get get the day the things that you do daily right, cor the correct way. Right. And so, like you said, many of us like it's great to have those. I'm a next year. I'm a 2025. Yes, I'm a, and it's like goals. okay, I just need you to do today. Like yeah. mm -hmm. get today done, and yeah. then develop that routine. Develop that 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 vision yeah, for that's for good. daily. Yeah. So I think we underestimate what can be done in a day. Right. Oh yeah. They, I know I do. I do. Yeah. I, for sure. That's true. It's so true. Well, this has been an amazing conversation. I'm ready to wrap it up. We've talked about goals. We've talked about decisions. We've talked about habits. We've talked about relationships, which that could be a whole episode on its own. Red flags. Red flags. Like <laughs> green right. flags. We green can talk flags. about all the flags. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Got our circus going on. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Thanks for watching this episode. Please like, share, and subscribe, and click the bell notification to know when we post our next episode. Also, check out this episode right here. I know you're going to like it.